Good morning. It is Tuesday, March 16th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. This week, we are replaying some of our favorite episodes from this past year. Next Tuesday, one week from today, we celebrate our first full year of ministry. If you've been here since the very beginning, that is truly remarkable. I've been going back and listening to some of the old episodes, and it really is by God's grace that we have somehow gained listeners. But truly, I am humbled by how God has used the efforts of this ministry. We will be announcing a giveaway later this week to celebrate our first year, so please make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss the details. This episode was originally posted on July 10th of last year. I hope you enjoy it. This is 1 John chapter 2, verses 9, 10, and 11. John says this, Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father and Lord of our lives, be our light as we look at your word today. As we meditate and interpret it for our lives, give us clarity. Amen. This passage today is really good, so actually let me read it for us one more time. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Let's talk a bit more about the context of John's world. If you were a listener back when we covered Philippians together, you might remember the world that these guys back then lived in. They are part of the Roman Empire, and within the Roman Empire are many diverse groups of people. There's rich folks, poor folks, Jews, Romans, Samaritans, pagans, Christians, and many other types of people. And one of the themes that we've already covered in this book is John's emphasis on togetherness. Back in chapter 1, John talked about being welcomed into fellowship because of the work of Jesus Christ. And yesterday, we saw that this is the new-slash-old commandment that he is giving to his readers. Christianity has never and will never be for one group of people while excluding another group of people. So many times in Scripture, the church is described as one bride, not many brides from many groups of people, but one body of believers from every tribe, every people, and every tongue, worshiping our God together. Well, we know this, and the people that John is writing to probably know this too, but in practice, this can be a bit harder to actually do. So John says directly, whoever says he is a Christian and hates his brother is in darkness. And he walks in darkness with no idea where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. And conversely, whoever loves his brother walks in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. They see clearly. They walk unhindered and without handicap. There are two 
big takeaways from this that I can see. The first one being that this passage kind of clues us in on the state of those who walk in darkness. John says they do not know where they're going because the darkness has blinded their eyes. I like to fall asleep at night watching lectures and debates on YouTube. Nothing puts me to sleep faster than watching people a lot smarter than me debate morality. (laughs) I especially like to watch panels of Christians and spiritual gurus and atheists debate and commentate on different perspectives, such as happiness or fulfillment or good versus evil and things like that. And one thing I've noticed is that Christians always seem to have an answer for hard questions. I can't easily off the top of my head think of one time I've seen a Christian stumped or have to sidestep a difficult question. Meanwhile, those from other worldviews will avoid tough questions or give a general answer to fill their time slot. Right now, morality seems to be at the heart of the current climate in America. Specific voices, many specific voices, are pushing a certain type of morality and truth and it's causing major, major division because at the heart of it, they're all stumbling because they are not grounded in the light, but instead, just like the counter-Christian worldview panelists, They're stumbling in darkness and are blinded by it. The second thing that I see from this passage is that it has obvious implications for us today, a cause for us to examine and pray. Does your heart harbor any sort of anger or hatred for our brother or sister? If it does, we are misunderstanding this entire part of the gospel. God's family is full of people that are outside of our comfort zones outside of our circle of friends and family and people group and personality capabilities. God came to save sinners. And who is a sinner? Everyone. And who is saved? All who accept the free gift of grace. What beauty is our God and his good news to us sinners? You might be thinking or asking, Chuck, are you claiming that Christianity owns the corner on truth? Well, look at what John says here. He has now described those who walk in darkness in many different ways. He says that they're those who hate their brother, those that don't keep his commandments, those that say they have no sin. These people are the ones that stumble and are blinded by darkness, while those who walk in the light are ones who have fellowship with one another in Christ, confess our sins, keep his commandments, and love his brother. We don't lie to ourselves. We don't lie to others, and we don't lie to God or make God to be a liar. We walk in the light, in the truth. As we go today and prepare for Sunday, I feel an enormous amount of responsibility knowing that John is saying that we walk in the light and we walk in the truth. Through the blood of Christ Jesus, we have become the owners of prime real estate on Truth Street. And my friends, the worst thing we can do is revel in that and keep it to ourselves. Our friends, our co-workers, our family members are stumbling around in the dark, blinded by the darkness. That person on social media who is driving you bananas with their lifestyle is lost in a world filled with other lost and blinded people. Let's invite them. Invite them in. Show them the light of the gospel. 
present it to them with our voices and live it in front of their eyes. We have a great God, our advocate and helper, the one who is the propitiation for our sins and who now commands us to keep his word so that his love may be perfected. Let me close us in prayer today. God, how cool is it that we can listen back to these old devotions and see where we were at in your word eight months ago. See how you were working to help us interpret the words of John. And even as we read this passage, floods and floods of memories from all the other themes and passages in John that we remember come to us and help us to remember what the Holy Spirit brought to our minds even then. Lord, as we go today, your word is new every day. It is alive. And even though we thought through this passage once before and meditated on it, God, let your spirit help us to do it once again. Lord, as I listen to this devotion in this passage, I'm just struck with a sense of how your truth is such a good thing, how being in the light is such a good thing, and how selfish I am to hoard it for myself or to think that I do have the corner on truth because of you and put myself in a position to be over others who are lost and stumbling in the darkness. God, help us to see, even as we read this passage, but with Mark still fresh on our minds, how when you saw the sheep without a shepherd, you had compassion on them and spent the entire day ministering to them and showing them the light. God, you are the light. Help us to share it with those around us today as we go about our day. We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.